46 of the Grove. We are back from our season three break. We were gone for a couple weeks. Uh, we hit episode 45 a little while ago, so as per tradition, we took a little bit of a break. Re- oh shit, was that unplugged? <laughs> it was a little unplugged. Oh no, fucking. Well, uh, that was our uh, that was our guest, Mr. James Doyle. He's back for a second time. Uh huh. I got a lot of shit to talk about. Too. Alrighty, we're gonna have to bust some shit out here. Do you have anything permit like? Really, that you needed to talk about, like as soon as, because I know that uh, I know that you you wanted to come back and talk about some stuff before, so I don't know if there was anything really on your mind that you wanted to like get, go into. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not a uh, super right on. I'm more of like a give me a thing and I'll pinpoint seven different things to it that we can explore. Um, but I haven't really been sitting here like itching. Ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Itching for something for you. I just, man, every day is a miracle out here in Doyle land, and we are seeing spirits left and right in our house. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got little hauntings going on. Oh, shit. Every, you know, it wasn't like that for the first eight months that we lived there, but in the past month, I've uh, I've had vivid dreams about getting killed in this house. No shit. And I never dream about the place that I'm in, but my dreams are all about these uh, these murders happening like all over my house, in the basement. Like as it's flooded, oh, I'm just I'm creeped out. And then there's always noises. Joan went out for uh, like a little tour a little bit ago, and I was alone for a couple days. All I heard was just things walking around, little creaks everywhere. It's very creepy. So I've been like I've been paranormal investigating my own house lately. No shit. Did you have you been doing any like home repairs or anything lately? Uh, not inside. It's just been all yard stuff. Hmm. I mean, that could still be enough. Do you think that's like rattling them up? Well, I know that like that like there is a whole thing about how ghosts hate when you fuck with like their houses and stuff. And maybe the yard was like whatever haunting, like whatever's haunting you. Like maybe the yard was this person's like spot, and they're like, "Hey, quit fucking with my yard." Yeah. Because you know, ghosts if things start changing to them, they're like, "Hey, like you're fucking up my whole shop. You know, my whole shop here." Oh, yeah, and, well, I know we have moles. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so I don't know if the moles are fucking this all up for me. Maybe the moles are out there <laughs> uprooting these ghosts, or the ghosts are just moles. <laughs> I might have ghost moles. I don't know. I mean, that is a whole thing, you know, ghost moles. It's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Oof, I got a ghost mole on my right cheek. Can you see it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> my mom has the same one. A haunted mole. Here's another thing that I, I don't think we got into talking to last time, or talking about last time I was here, but uh, do you what do you know about, like, that whole... Uh, philadelphia thing the philadelphia story the philadelphia project <laughs> yeah the philadelphia project not the story uh that's the one uh if i recall correctly that's like they were uh, is that the one where they is that, that has something to do with a ship right yeah so the government wanted to find a way to make things invisible yes yeah yes 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 and there's a bunch of stories about so like uh there was a crew on the ship and they were practicing it and it happened and these guys would disappear and then reappear but in a different slightly different area so some of these guys would be like stuck in the walls of the ship whoa yeah and there's a couple people who came out of it talking about the situation for their entire life like how sometimes they'll still wake up in a different place than they uh, went to sleep that's fucking crazy i know it and it it's crazy (laughs) yeah you're right well like you gotta wonder because uh I've re- like I've read a lot of dumb like kind of pseudo like their books are written by guys who like claim to like I mean these guys claim to have PhDs but I've done like no 
fucking research. Pretty huge yeah. dicks. <laughs> I mean, they might be like, you know, a PhD of like the university of my fucking basement. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, they could just be completely bullshit. But like, these guys will talk about uh, going into like government facilities. And like, one of my favorite stories is this guy, who, uh, I think it's David Wilcock or Wilcox. Yeah, Wilcock, not Wilcox. But uh, he was talking about how he was interviewing some guy who was in the military and uh, they were in Australia. Or it was either they were in Australia or they were in Antarctica. But either way, they were on, like, completely different, like, parts of the planet. And uh, they went down. Yeah, they, so they were in, and like, in a cold environment. They went down, like, a stairway, opened a door, shut the thing, and then everyone kind of, like, started taking off all of their, like, cold gear. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, it's going to be freezing. Like, why are you taking off all your cold clothes? And like, oh, no, just, like, you know, do as we do. And then we get up there, and they're in Australia. Whoa. Yeah, so, like, they went from, like, being in freezing cold temperatures. They're like, no, you're going to want to, you know, take your fucking parka off because it's yeah. about to be, like, crazy hot. You're about to get kicked kicked by a kangaroo. Yeah, the fucking kangaroos hate when we teleport, so <laughs> they're going to come in here and just beat the shit out of us. Uh, it's, like, a whole different dimension, too, when you come on from Australia. Like, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that's why the toilets <laughs> you know backwards what? up there. Have you heard Down the whole conspiracy there. about how Australia doesn't exist? Uh, no, I've never, I've never heard that one. I don't, you know, I don't, there's the one about birds not being real and stuff. And I'm like, that one's fun. There's stuff that we do need to talk about. There's stuff that is real. These birds, aren't, that's a fun little game for you to play. Exactly. Yeah. These birds, like they're real and they probably do know how to talk and they are freaking you out and they're following you. That's what uh, I want to talk. Well, about. oh shit. Have you heard of, um, I think they're called, uh, oh shit. Tar- uh, targeted individuals. Ooh. So From Scientology, uh, I don't know. Maybe is that like a thing with Scientology? Um, I think they have a different word for it. But anyone who like talks shit about Scientology, they send oh. like their goons after, and then they'll they don't beat them up or anything. There's no like fights or anything. But like, say you used to be in Scientology, and then you're like, Nah, this sucks. I'm fucking out of here. Miscavige can suck it. And then you walk out, and you're at an airport, and then like three Scientology members will come up to you and be like, You're a bad fucking person. No shit. Yeah, it's like gang stalking too. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So uh, gang stalking is like is what the targeted individual like so targeted individuals if they don't know like there's a conspiracy where it's like these people are like are they actually being like harassed by the government or is it like some new mental illness where people think that like gang stalking is like because like, like some psychologists are like no gang stalking is this it's a mental illness where people will believe that they're seeing like people following them but really it's just like they're running into either some you know people who are on kind of a similar like schedule as them and they're running into people and they don't like cognizant like they don't understand that people just exist yeah so they think that they're being targeted and, it's like, like a little bit of confirmation bias yeah and there's but like whole youtube channels about it it's really weird the number one best tactic for the government to ever uh do to people is just a dis just say everything's a mental illness yeah oh no true. oh yeah we're following them oh yeah it's a mental illness like and then everyone most people all the like trumpers out there would be like ah we can't we can't listen to these women's accusations they're all mentally ill oh yeah and but uh have you ever heard of vince foster Mm-mm. okay this is a doozy i uh many many years ago like when the wikileaks dump came out i got into like um all the hillary clinton the body count for the clintons it's pretty it's pretty weird oh yeah but i mean when you're a president or anyone, you're going to know a lot of people who die or kill themselves. But there's yeah. one situation that's really weird, and that's Vince Foster. He was a guy who worked with the Clintons in Arkansas and came up 
to Washington D.C. with them, and he he was part of the uh, scandal, the Whitewater scandal, um, about buying property out in Arkansas. It wasn't that big of a deal according to the world, but it was just another thing for like Republicans to hold on to. So Vince Foster, like the doors are closing in on the Clintons or something. So Vince Foster wants to get out. And the Clintons say, you can't, <laughs> according to like the rumors and all that. Yeah. Clintons say, you can't. And then they're like, okay, whatever you want, Vince. See you later. And then one day he's in the cafeteria and he's with, I think, Linda Tripp. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. He's with some people. And then he just gets up and he leaves. And no one saw him again. He got into his car. So the story goes and drives to a park in Washington, D.C. off a highway, walks in there and then shoots himself. Okay, well, there's a bunch of weird things about this. Um, The gun was found like eight feet away from him. So not not too many people shoot themselves in the head and then throw the gun. Right. Uh, His glasses were in a weird certain way. There was there was just suspicious stuff happening. So no one would have known about this. No one would have gave a shit. But one guy who was stuck in traffic in Washington, D.C., had to take a piss. So he stops at this park, and he parks next to one of the, like, three cars that's in the whole parking lot. And as he gets out, he looks at, he kind of just looks at the car real quick. And there's another guy in a car about 30 feet away who's just staring at him. And he just, he doesn't think about it too much, whatever. He goes into the forest to take a piss, and he kind of comes to a fork, and he goes to the right. And when he goes to the right, he hears that car door close and the guy drive off. So the guy takes a piss, comes back, look, takes another look at the car that he's parked next to, sees that there's not too much, too much stuff in there, whatever, no big deal, gets in his car and leaves. Later on that day, or maybe the next day, he's watching the news and he finds out that Vince Foster's body was found. And if the guy, if he would have went to the left... He would have found Vince Foster's body, but he went to the right to take a piss. Whoa. So then he wants to go to the authorities about this because he's irked, and he does. And they're listening to him, and then the FBI comes in and says, I don't think you saw any of this. I don't think you were out peeing out in the woods. That's your story, and you saw all this? I think you saw nothing. And the guy was like, okay, well, maybe I saw nothing then. <laughs> he, like, redacted everything. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, he's like, no, man, this is fucked up. This whole Vince Foster suicide thing, and I know that guy was part of it and all this shit. So he goes back to the uh, sheriffs, and the sheriffs kind of hold him a little bit longer, take his statement and all that, and the FBI finds out and comes to his house. And uh, they're like, you need to knock this shit off. And the guy was like, "Uh, all right. So he's now planning on suing the government. And one night his girlfriend's over at his house, and they're talking, and they go down the – they decide to go for a walk. And they're going down the street, and a guy bumps him in the shoulder. And he goes, oh, sorry. And he looks at the guy, and the guy just stares at him and walks away. He's like, oof, that was weird. Like, gives me a little bit of shivers. They go back walking another 20 feet. Another guy does the same thing. And then another guy. And it's just over and over again. So not only is it gang stalking, but the government is also making their presence known. Now there's guys across the street who are just staring at this guy. And they're not even saying, shut up, or keep that secret to yourself. They're just getting in his head. And uh, the guy ultimately dropped the whole thing. It never went anything. It was all part of the WikiLeaks dump. That's the only way I know about it. Whoa. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I can't even tell you his name. I read this story about, like, six years ago, but it's that's out fucking, there. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Gangstalking's real. <laughs> and, the and like, 
if you were telling everyone you knew that you were being gang stalked by me, the easiest thing for me to say is, oh, Matt's mentally ill. <laughs> I guess that's not, a good point. Yeah. And no one's going to listen to you. No one's going to believe that the government sent eight people to go bump your shoulders. I mean, but for I, sure that's happening. That's a good point. But I mean, uh, in, in that in that specific like case, like, yeah, you'd have like a solid argument of being like, no, they're but. A lot of the people who are like on being gang stalked are just like random people. Right. And I mean, you know about the Truman Show? Yeah. Have you ever yeah, seen yeah. that? Then all of a sudden, a lot of people thought they have this illness where they think they're being watched all the time. And then they're, it turned into a mental illness where you have the Truman Show. So I believe, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Some people read the gang stalking stories and now they believe they're gang stalked. It's kind of like know. a. Are you familiar with trypophobia? Uh, no, I'm not. So trypophobia was a fake thing. Uh, so like, do you know what a lotus pod looks like? Mm -hmm. uh, so people were photoshopping like lotus pods to look like oh bugs like, inside the skin. Yeah. So okay. like people like are like, oh, I don't like clusters of holes, and like it was this fake thing. Like people made up this like phobia of like oh like a phobia of like a series of holes, and now people are like, oh no, I have that. Yeah. And like now they're just like, well, fucking, I guess this fake thing that we invented is now like actually a phobia. But mm -hmm. then again, I mean, when people say they're like phobic of something they're usually just very afraid of it right versus like th actual phobias i think most people are just like i don't like that yes uh, yeah i don't <laughs> like uh giant holes with bugs in my skin yeah. either but that does exist oh yeah there's, there's definitely people who have, and stuff yeah 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 Ugh, that's so gross well like people are like oh i'm an arachnophobe and i'm like oh you seem to be living very well for someone who's an arachnophobe yeah like, what are you like looking around all the time yeah because like have you have you ever watched like i watched when i was a kid like some documentary on a person who had like arachnophobia they live in like the smallest room that they possibly can block everything off like literally mm -hmm. like live the like their entire life is based around not interacting with spiders right right they have to do that or else they're going to swallow eight of them in the night exactly uh, i used to for sure used to have <laughs> i used to for sure used to have <laughs> arachnophobia from the movie arachnophobia just like terrified of giant spiders terrified of giant spiders and john goodman it was awful that's a valid fear and, John uh, Goodman is a scary man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Back then, he was in that movie. He's like a little goofy looking, wearing a little bottle or uh, Coke bottle glasses and stuff. But we had a field behind our house, and my sister went back there and got like three wolf spiders Oof. and threw them in my race car bed. And I didn't know about it. I I I guess I did something bad to her before that, but I was like three, so fuck that. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm laying in bed, and I always used to get down into the car. Right. And down there, I see something moving in the nighttime, and I kind of open my eyes and really look at it, and I see it's a wolf spider. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I start to get out, and there's another one on the wall. And I'm like, I'm in fucking arachnophobia. <laughs> this is like weeks after we just saw the movie. And I'm like freaking the fuck out. I'm screaming. My dad comes in. And my dad back then, he had no fear whatsoever of anything. He's just pissed off that I'm screaming. He goes, what the fuck is going on? I go, there's bugs, there's uh, spiders everywhere. And I just remember him walking up to the wall and palming the spider, just grabbing it, not crushing it or anything, but grabbing it so it can move around in his hand. And I remember seeing the legs like come out from the fingers and moving. And he just walks in the bathroom and chucks it into the toilet and flushes <laughs> it. And he's like, go back to bed. I'm like, well, there's one in the bed too. <laughs> and then he, then he comes out of the bed with two of them. And I was like, oh my God, this is arachnophobia. What a bitch. Mandy, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. I would. I feel like that would have... Right? Yeah, that, that'll fuck with you. But nowadays, I don't feel 
any certain way towards that stuff. A lot of it, like, it's just all mental. And uh, I understand people who have, like, a, T- a PTSD towards something. Yeah. But there's also some people who are just histrionic. They're just making it, like, oh, I'm, I remember everyone wanted to be uh, insomnia. They all wanted to have insomnia. Yeah. No, you just have shitty sleeping habits. Yeah, yeah, maybe don't drink seven Mountain Dews in a day. And the, the I just posted, I just looked at my uh, history a little bit ago, and uh, I posted a status that was like, uh, hey, all you people who say you have insomnia, do you feel bad when you fall asleep 20 minutes later after posting that? <laughs> no, That's saying, a good one. Yeah. Now, the only thing I ever really like, would call like a phobia because i mean like i'm afraid of spiders but i wasn't like oh i'm an arachnophobe but like i would consider myself like having pretty decent like fear of the like deep water okay to the point where like i just i won't go near it like i won't go like i won't like i won't swim in a lake i won't swim in the river like i'll go like i'm very weird about boats like you like those fucking overhead aquariums like i went to the omaha zoo it's not necessarily like that like because there's parts because there there's parts of it that i'm like fine with and i can like walk through without like too much of a problem but there's part of it that like doesn't have a backdrop and it's just like a black wall and it looks like you're like looking into the like huge deep ocean floor and just like my stomach like clenches and like i like feel like i'm about to pass out anytime i look at it so what is it for you then are you like worried that a a monster is gonna touch you or i I don't i you'll never come up i see that's the thing is like it's not that i'm like afraid of it if that and that's why i think it's a fear or a a phobia rather than a fear because like i don't have like anything that like made me afraid because i had no idea that i even really was that way until i was like 10 or 11 like pretty young uh went to the zoo with my parents you know and i was like you know excited and they were talking about how cool this overhead aquarium was and i was like super fucking stoked on it and then i get to that part and i like literally like froze like i couldn't move my body and like i was like having trouble breathing and i'm like what the fuck is going on and like i kind of get like residual bits of that anytime like i go to aquariums that don't have like a backdrop like it just it is like a weird like feeling in my gut like get like get out go away oh yeah then my legs stop working i'm like what the fuck is this i hear you on that it's really weird i uh Deep, big deep water isn't a big deal for me. I've always been like a decent swimmer, and I, I have it in my head that I just can't sink. I don't know why. I, you know, I'm a big guy, so maybe I just think that I can float on top of water or <laughs> some shit. Get on out. Right, yeah. I'm like, what are you guys where, What are you guys drowning for? <laughs> just breathe. Uh, but the, the two things that I have the closest phobias to are lightning just the actual strike itself not the, not thunder? the thunder no yeah. every, you know i'll say i'm scared of lightning and people are like oh you mean thunder and i'm like no i'm not scared of noises i'm scared of being, being electrocuted yeah. no that's a valid fear oh yeah there was a night when i was me and a couple of friends were driving back from iowa city and i just kind of like an emo boy had my forehead up against the window while it was raining just looking out the wait what did i say the forehead up against the window oh i thought I, for some reason in my head he said some emo boy had my head against the window oh, and i was no. like some kid just like holding your head against the window <laughs> we're both crying yeah i was like i, I misheard <laughs> you and i was like that's a weird thing i'd like that that sounds nice uh no but i had my head up against the window and i'm looking out at all the cornfields in iowa as we're driving on i-80 and then lightning struck the field right that i was looking at and it just was so vivid and i it happened in less than like point zero zero yeah, it's one just, second it's there and it's gone oh, and i was like jesus christ if that hit me i'd be dead there's nothing i can do about that there's n- i can't fight it i can't lay down there's nothing 
at the very least, I'm going to get the shit scared out of me, and I have no control over it. So I always just hated lightning. That's fair. The other thing is June bugs. Fuck June bugs. Oh, man. They're so stupid. They, like, they have weight to them, and they just fly around and hit you in the face. I'm not into it. I'm not into you, June bugs. Dude, I went to a fucking music festival uh, in Burlington once, and a fucking June bug like, just flew directly into my mouth. Oh, fuck. It was the worst. No. <laughs> and then my friend got mad at me because he was like kind of flirting with this girl, and like we're just kind of hanging out, and a fucking June bug flies in my mouth, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And he's like, dude, calm down. <laughs> Like, was he upset because that was like her pet June bug? No, like, he, he was just upset because like he's like now I look like a spaz and he's trying to look like all cool and shit. That, it's like that oh. would help. He I could be know. like, look, at least I'm not that <laughs> guy, least, right? Look at my dumbass friend. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'll fucking eat the June bug here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, very much unpleasant. Not oh, a yeah. fan of that. I I was at my mom's house. I put my arms back on the front porch and my hand was on top of a June bug. Oof! And it turned around like it spun under my finger and grabbed onto it and i couldn't get it off so i'm like i never even looked at it i just knew it was on my fucking finger and i'm like dancing around and it finally came off and it slid down the asphalt of my mom's and i could hear it go and i was like what the fuck was that i went inside got a flashlight and like something to hit it with and i found it and i beat it i beat it to death good oh june bugs man disgusting but i would still not say that they're a phobia like i can still handle i could still talk and yeah. i don't yeah there's people out there with like legit shit and i want to i don't want to make like dismiss what they got going on exactly that's why like as like as soon as i figured out like what actually like an actual phobia felt like i was like oh okay i'm not an arachnophobe i'm genuinely phobic of the fucking ocean yeah, yeah. i'm just jealous that they got eight of these legs <laughs> yeah it's... i only got two and they're breaking down now it's weird as it was like i was like fucking super afraid of spiders as a kid couldn't handle them now like there's like there was a spider just like chilling near my light switch for like a fucking week i just didn't give a shit oh my god <laughs> like he would just pointed behind my head and was like there's a spite and i was like what the fuck no he's, it's not there anymore oh my god but yeah like there was a little spider web and it, i just like i mean it was like pretty fucking tiny it wasn't like a big fucking spider but i was like oh yeah you're a little fucking like spindly little thing don't look poisonous like you're probably gonna catch some <laughs> bullshit like i think there's a fucking spider web right there but that might just be dirt all right <laughs> i don't know i don't keep my room very clean if you can tell it's hey you know what this isn't garbage though yeah this it's is just messy i just have too much shit right like I, this is everything i own in a very small room i um the only reason the only thing i don't like about it is that you don't got enough room to lay on the floor I do it if I move stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, then I can lay on the floor. But I think with laying on the floor is, like, unless I turn the lights off, then that fucking thing is in my head, and, like, it just shines right in my eyes. That thing? Yeah, just the light bulbs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't like, like... Oh, no, I lay on my stomach on the floor uh, and try to, like, get uh, get cozy and stuff, so it feels like... I don't know why. Ever since probably that race car bed when I had when I was a kid. Just like to get as cozy as you can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I could lay down inside of a coffin... But only on my stomach. If I did on my back, it freaked me out. Anyways. Yeah. No, cause some people are like really like, have you tried a weighted blanket? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I have like a blanket that I've had since I was a kid. That's pretty heavy. And if I do anything lighter than that, I don't really feel comfortable. Yep. Even during the summer, I fucking sleep with that fucking comforter on. Cause it's like, I need to just wait on me. And I, but I'm, I'm thinking my pickup, like one of those like actual like weighted blankets with like the sand and shit in it Ooh, yeah. and see if that helps at all. It might, because like I need to start. I need to figure out how to start sleeping on my back, because like my back's all fucked up, and sleeping on my side is just making it worse. Oh yeah, uh, 
Have you slept with a pillow? I know this isn't like a very scary, spooky <laughs> stuff, but try sleeping with like a pillow between your legs when you're on your side. I know it sounds weird and goofy, but it, it like, so the way our bodies <laughs> work is, uh, you know how like women could cross their legs a certain way, yep. but we can't really do that. Um, so think about that when you're laying on your side, cause your hips are a certain way. They're just kind of, st- your legs are straight out from it. So if you put a pillow there, you kind of ease that tension that's on your hips and then your lower back will feel better. I'm going to have to try that. Trust me, man. I'm a low hurdy boy. So a couple, just get a pillow that you're okay with getting stinky Fair. and throw it up in that crotch. That's not going to be a very great spot. And then have someone sleep over and give them that pillow. That's <laughs> the best part. <laughs> you can have this one. Yeah. Hello, Beast Village. <laughs> Thanks for staying at our house. <laughs> Hell yes. But yeah, no, so going back to your, so like what kind of like, what kind of like, so you said you had footsteps going on in your house. Like, like what? Like, yeah, yeah. Footsteps. Uh, and, but the vivid dreams, that's the weird yeah, that part is to visit. me. Yeah. Cause like, uh, my mom had a ghost story from when she lived in, uh, uh, Bolingbrook, Illinois, where she was laying on the couch and she had a dream about someone driving to our house and getting to our house and parking in our driveway and then getting out and then opening up the door and walking and looking over at my mom sleeping on the couch and then coming over and choking her. And she said she woke up feeling like she was being choked and she like screamed for my dad. And my dad was drunk. So he was like, Oh, what do you want, Denise? Ugh. He thought that she was in a pool and that she wanted to do it. <laughs> so he went out there while she was on, while she was like real life struggling on the couch with, and whether it was psychosomatic or whether it was otherworldly, that's, you know to be interpreted but she said that she saw a light come into the room and when that light came into the room she stopped feeling like she was being choked and she always attributes it to her father but so um i i'm just having those kind of dreams where it just feels like i'm when i'm asleep i could see the space that i'm in and i could see that there's some stuff around that is very like bizarre because a lot of people a like remembering your dreams is already kind of like Mm-hmm. like not all that common unless you're like per- a person who like actively tries to remember their dreams like right. remembering your dreams is not all that common and then also like dreaming that you're in your own place is like also extremely uncommon right 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 so like recurring dreams in your own place is definitely like i think that is like a common haunting thing too Ooh, gotta look it up i got into dream analysis uh, a couple of years ago and i know that when you dream whatever structure you're inside of that you're dreaming of. So if I dreamt of this room, this room now becomes a metaphor for my life. So this is where I think that I live. And this is like, if it's messy, then it's because I think my life is messy and stuff like that. So, uh, to dream of your own place with the exact walls and same color and all that, that's something that your brain doesn't really do too much, but maybe some people are like that all the time. My brain doesn't do that. My brain is always like, I mean, it, my brain usually thinks about the apartment building that I grew up in because that was the worst place in America. So yeah, changing I that, but a ch- like changing in like dream habit is definitely like pretty in, like indicative of like hauntings actually. Yeah. Like I used to fuck with like, I mean, like I said, ghosts were like a huge hobby of mine. I'm not as well versed as I used to be, but like, uh, I would always like, as weird as it was uh i would like i had a lot of nightmares as a kid and then i found out later like i lived like grew up in a fucking haunted house oh yeah and then like i've had much i mean I've, it's, it's hard to say like you know because you know some kids just have fucking nightmares but like as soon as i moved out of the house like i never really had like i mean i still have nightmares but it was never the same kind of like 
stuff and it was always like it was like more it was like more monster related like as i got older it was like my nightmares were like oh no i didn't like oh yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, shit like that or like oh, i missed my shift at subway yeah like yeah. shit that like makes you like panic in your head and then you wake up and you're like i fucking dreamed i went to work like god damn it like mm-hmm. shit like that or uh tornadoes are like a common thing like i dream about tornadoes all the fucking time yeah that was and, yeah, that was going back to fears like tornadoes spiders and tornadoes were like my thing I fucking, oh yeah tornado scared the shit out of me jones got that now yeah like, uh, we we lived through a tornado a year ago and she's she dreams about tornadoes a lot it's That'll very do often it. and she'll wake up like i'll get kicked and punched by her and she's she's a little bit um i don't know i don't i don't want to say ptsd because she's not like diagnosed or whatever but i know that it fucks her up that we live through a tornado yeah um i gotta think about why the scientific community why people who wear you know white coats and all that why they've decided that this is just you know nightmares are just a a certain chemical flooding our brain why it's not like us peeking into a different dimension or you know why deja vu isn't just us in a different you know yeah. realm deja vu is like that's one of my favorites and they're just like oh it's just a thing and it's like really like you're not gonna look into this at all yeah it's i mean like it makes sense it it kind of makes sense to just say oh yeah you i mean you've seen something similar before because there's a lot of things that are exactly the same yes uh but but there are also some things where, like, one of my... It's like a calling, isn't it? Yeah. It feels like something's out there going, hey, Matt, look at this. Because what's the chances you would even look at the thing that reminds you of something? Or, yeah. you know, smell the thing that brings you back there. It's especially, just... and, like, especially if it's, like, either A, super mundane, or B, like, a very unique thing. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my most, like, weirdest senses of deja vu was uh, when I was a... I think it was in eighth grade... There, we went on, like, a trip to do, uh, like, a pre-marching band thing because they were, like, to make sure that we didn't hate marching band before we went to high school. Oh, sure. Because, like, and that's why I quit fucking band is I didn't want to fucking go to do marching band. But I remember we went out to go do this thing, and I got on the field to do marching band, and I'm like, oh, I've, I've done this before. But, like, I knew I hadn't. But, like, in my brain, I was, like, positive. I was like, yeah, like, I know this for sure. Like, this is something I did before. But, right. And then... You tell people that, and they're like, oh, no, it's just a brain trick. I'm like, that's it? Like, this this is all we're going to call it? You know, those same people who will sit there and say it's a brain trick will also say, you know, you can only use, like, 7% of your brain. Yep. Well, if I used 8, maybe I could see into different realms and shit. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that, that a, whole thing is also, we only can use it, like, at, like, we use the whole brain, but, like, you only use 7% or whatever it is, like, at, at a time. At a time. And then, yeah. like... You use the whole... That's why I, I love that whole, like... Oh, you, you only end up using... It's like, no, you use your whole... All yeah, of it. Like, yeah. it's, all, it's all important. Like, that's One what, little noodles for numbers. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> well, that's what... It, like, it's like... Oh, we only use that much part of our brain? Oh, shit. Like, guess brain cancer just isn't a problem. Like, <laughs> unless you get it in the one part you need. Damn. Oh, like, cool. I got brain cancer in the shit area. So, <laughs> I'm good. If you just got to take out, you know, the 50% of it that I don't need, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there are people who get, like, 50% of their brains chopped out of their head and are fine. That like, is really weird, too. They just lean to the right or something. They're just a little bit, they're a little bit like, you know, top-heavy on the... Yeah. That, dude, our fucking bodies are, like, the fact that we know so little, like, just, like, we know a lot about, like, human physiology, but, like, we still know, like, dick. Oh, for sure. And all the medicines that are out there, like, 
all the little tricks for the food. Like I'm on the keto diet right now. Yep. How did anyone figure this out? How did anyone figure out that if I just changed the way that I burnt fuel, that I could lose weight? And that has to be by like doing 15% protein and like 80% high fats yeah. and stuff. Who like you have to think so hard. Who goes into a jungle and sees a leaf and goes, this could help people's kidneys yeah that's so it's so nuts well uh so i just recently read uh true hallucinations by um oh fuck why can't i remember it's uh hold on i'll pull it up but basically the uh the concept is it's this guy's trip uh terrence mckenna Uh, terrence mckenna he's the guy who like uh, basically had his whole thing in the 80s like super into lsd oh okay but uh he also was like really into dmt and all this other stuff but uh, there's this one, uh, he like he wrote this whole book about his trip to the Amazon, and uh, I think the chemical was called like a cuho. I think is what it's called. Would you call me <laughs> a cuho? Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, what's crazy because like DMT is like thing, uh, and then you get ayahuasca, which is like another weird thing where it's like you have one plant which has the DMT, like a high concentrate of DMT in it, and then you have the root which has uh, beta carbolin inhibitors, which allows the DMT to get processed in your stomach. Cause otherwise like, cause DMT is in everything. Uh, but the bait, yeah. Beta- the dream drug. Yeah. It's in literally every living thing. It's just, uh, we, there's sorry, the stomach acids break it down, but there's a, there's a certain plant that has a high concentration of it. And then there's the root, which like prevents your stomach acid from breaking down the DMT. And that's what makes it trip. And that's already fucking insane that this like Amazonian tribe, like figured that out, like just, you know, putting shit together, but there's an even crazier thing. Uh, and I, I could be wrong. It's not, it might not be Kuho, but like, I think it's Kuho and it's actually made, you have to burn a plant and use the ashes before you can like get any benefit from it. Sure. Yeah. Which is like fucking crazy that like they would know that like it's, you know, worthless just as a plant, but then you burn it and the ashes have this like chemical in it. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. It's out there. It's like the, and we all learn, we learned this all like within the last 500,000 years. It's uh, before that, what was uh, out there, but you're, you said something interesting that tribes are out there like figuring this out. But also if you think of like earth as a living structure and everything around being connected, that's what shrooms will do to you is make yeah. everything. Connected. <laughs> They'll make it very worldly. Yeah. Um, I think of, you know, the root being, we look at ourselves as humans and we see all the evolutionary, uh, enhancements just to make sure that we continue living. Like we have our eyes dilate in a certain way so that we can see prey or, um, just the way that we don't have like a big tail or something that could be cumbersome or dogs have that stupid little, the do claw. claw. It's all evolutionary. And we're at a point where it's like, that's going away or we're going to start to learn how to breathe underwater or filter out air. Like our bodies are going to learn how to do that because we're, growing a bad environment to live oh, in. Yeah. So if you think of earth doing that, of like growing these plants and saying, all right, here's this fun plant that might let you see a different dimension. Okay. That's not working. Let's put this chemical in the root. So it doesn't uh, like break down in your body. It's just amazing that everything just works out like that. It's yeah, It's makes, it makes me think that maybe this is a simulation. Well, so that kind of goes back into the whole thing with, uh, the true hallucinations by Terrence McKenna, he, like I mean, given he like 
I feel I do feel bad for him because like he was a fucking like multi you know multi PhD holding fucking like brilliant scientist that like everything was like basically discredited that he did because he loved psychedelics and everybody was like all of his ideas are dumb because they're you know drug ideas sure but like some of his drug ide- like his ideas were kind of weird in the sense of like so uh yeah so the whole time that he was in the Amazon he was t- uh, eating this mushroom called uh something uh it's it's a really fucking crazy like something proboscis or some weird yeah like it's a hard word to say i have i can literally like see it in my head i just i can't pronounce it for some reason but uh either so he's eating these mushrooms and like the whole time like because he went there with the idea of like doing this other drug and then he started eating these mushrooms that he just like found in the tribes like oh yeah those will make you you know trip or whatever and he's like cool i'll just trip until i get the trip that i really want and then the whole time him and his brother started seeing these fucking ufos and like weird little like ripples in time and stuff like that and like he was started like having this idea that uh like there's like there's creatures in like different dimensions and stuff like that or like maybe not even necessarily different dimensions but different parts of the world or the world i mean the universe in that sense that like they're waiting for humans to evolve to the point where like we're all taking these like chemicals or get to the point where we don't need these chemicals and we can interact with these creatures. And they're like, okay, cool. Like humans are now on board. Like, let's go. Like we got a bunch of other cool shit to show you. Oh yeah. Like we're like a, like we're like a seedling race is what he's kind of saying. Like, Ooh, yeah. I like, I like that thought. I like the, also the other thought is that aliens are uh, visiting us as tourists, just watching us like we're an ant farm. Right. That'd be neat. Yeah. Oh, I'm down for anything. It's very obvious to me that there's aliens. It's oh, yeah. Well, like, uh, so, like, watching any of those, like, alien abduction documentaries? Uh, I'm interested in the realist ones because, I like, as we were talking about phobias earlier, there's definitely people who want to con that system and want people to think that they were, are special enough to be right. abducted. But I know that it's a gigantic amount of people and they just don't talk about it for the same reason why that guy, you know, can't share his stuff because he does acid. Yeah. It's the same reason. Cause the government put out propaganda a long time ago. This is proven and about Roswell to make sure that people didn't like really focus on how there are aliens out there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really too much, but I, I love a good one. Like I love the, I love the realest ones that there's proof out there or like a person came back with a scar or something. Yeah, have you, there's a documentary on Netflix. If I can remember the name, I'll shoot it your way. But like the re- the reason I like kind of believed it is it was extremely boring. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it that new one that came out? The it was Area like 51 one. No, it was a, it was like a couple, it was some really like, it was like project, like something or other. Oh, sure. But basically, I mean, when I say it was boring, I mean like it literally like, didn't have any storyline like it wasn't a movie it was literally just like that's gotta be the government right we're taking the most fascinating subject the only thing that we've ever thought about routinely the thing that we look up at the stars and wonder about and we just put out these documentaries that are so fucking dry and boring that it's got to be like the government being like we could talk about it but make it so they'll turn it off in one second but it would like as like boring as it was it made me like like think that like it was pretty valid because like some of the shit that they were talking about because like the guy was talking like the the uh, the main thing was because um, I I think they, they they based the whole documentary around this a guy was found like he had like 
some problem. I think it was in his leg for years. Like, he just had leg pain all the time. I think it was his knee. And they never could figure out what the fuck it was. And then one doctor, I don't know exactly how, but he found, like, what looked like a piece of metal. And he's like, okay, like, you got a fucking shard of metal in your knee. Like, were you near, like, a shrapnel explosion or something like that? And the guy's like, no, like, I've just lived a normal fucking life. Like, there's no reason that a shard of metal would be lodged in my knee. So the doctor's like, well, we're going to take it out. And they take it out, and it's not, it's a metal that's unidentifiable. Oh, good. Like, they have, we have no idea what this is. It's not any known metal that we can identify that's mm-hmm. just in this dude's fucking knee. And then I think that he was also talking about how, like, he would have dreams, and then his knee would fucking ache or something like that. Oh, like a pressure situation. Yeah, like, it w- there was some weird thing that, like, he would have, like, because I think, I, I, I'm butchering the fucking thing but if i recall correctly like he had like vague recollections of like abduction stuff but he didn't really ever think much about it because he was like a huge skeptic he's like of course i'm not being fucking abducted by aliens like i got some other bullshit or i'm dreaming it or something but then they found this like piece of unidentifiable metal in his leg and they're like yeah we don't really know what this is yeah and that's literally the documentary and that's why i say it's kind of boring because like they don't come up they don't like have they never come up with an explanation and they're just like yeah there's a piece of metal in this dude's leg yeah it's unfortunate that a lot of those documentaries, the uh, like explanation is what everyone would would chastise you for for believing in. Yeah, um, metals are like a huge part of aliens and paranormal and stuff. And, and uh, I was just listening to a podcast. I probably shouldn't mention other podcasts on this <laughs> podcast. Fuck it. But uh, they were talking about the Men in Black. Oh, yeah. And how, like, oftentimes after someone spots an alien or a UFO, these guys will come around and search for metal, the metals that are left behind. That's interesting to me. Uh, I like that kind of stuff. Um, I'm assuming you're familiar with Mothman? Not really, no. Oh, shit. So, uh, there was Point Pleasant. I want to say Pennsylvania, but it, I don't know if it's Pennsylvania or not, but it's uh, Point Pleasant somewhere or other. There was the whole Mothman thing. Uh, are you familiar with Mothman, like, at all? Barely. Like, uh, uh, I kn- is it a guy that looks like a moth? No, so... So, there, that's... I've talked about that. Mothman a lot, but that's just because Mothman's one of my favorite, like, cryptids. Sure. Because uh, it's, like, a weird documented thing. Uh, but it's this place, Point Pleasant. I wanna, I'm want i just going to say Point Pleasant, Pennsylvania. And if I'm wrong, fucking, I'm wrong. But, Triple P, baby. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, this place, Point Pleasant, every, like, I don't remember the exact time frame, but uh, people started reporting this, like, large, fucking, I think it was, like, four to five foot creature that they would see that had like a huge wingspan and like shining red eyes and like people's like crops and shit were going like dying and stuff like that. And they've never really figured out like what people were seeing, but like these are people like in the eighties that aren't like, let's, you know, be sensationalist and all like, and it was all in the same night. Like it wasn't that like somebody like said, Oh, I saw this. And then like, right. You know, word of mouth got around. It was like over the course of like one or two days, like multiple people started calling in saying like, Hey, I'm seeing some weird fucking stuff at the same time. This guy, injured cold, was bopping around, calling people on the phone, and was just, like, he had, like, a really monotone voice, didn't really seem like he understood, like, how to talk like a person. Okay. Like, he would, he, he would like, talk like what he, like, if a, like, the way that, like, it's described is, like, he talks as if he was, like, emulating a person. Yeah. Like, what he thought a human would sound like, and it would speak super monotone and, like, call people on the phone and stuff like that, and all this, like, weird stuff. And then, uh, I think it was around Christmas time, there was a traffic jam on this bridge and everybody's like backed up on this bridge and the fucking bridge collapses and a shit ton of people die. 
oh my god yeah and then no one else sees him again and like mothman stuff just all like stops but at the same time because you brought up the men in black there's a lot of men in black sightings at the same time okay so i didn't know that the men in black was like an actual thing until after i'd seen the movies and then somebody's like oh the men in black are like a real oh yeah yeah like conspiracy theory and i'm like whoa 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 like they're it's not just a fucking movie talk about government fucking propaganda dude absolutely like because i'm like i would have never known that it's not just a stupid movie until somebody said oh no the men in black are like a real creepy phenomena like it's a actual thing you you have to ask yourself why are there so many people out there who are dead set on making you think that aliens are a looney tunes kind of concept why isn't like a real construct or anything it's it's silly to me because look at a fucking whale that's crazy it's not crazy to me that there's a hairy man figure out in the woods that we can't find you know how big the woods are of any place yeah it's well it's so it's so silly for people to be like you know there's times when i could go there's a place in chicago downtown chicago right on the lakefront there's a little park there where you're in downtown, you're in the middle of millions of people, but you can't see anyone. And it's not like there's something obstructing your view. You're in a park. So how can, like, are we really so well-versed in the woods that we know every little place where Bigfoot is? It's just, it's silly to me. There's something out there that, like, an oppressive force, maybe a men in black or the government or all of it all together, that wants us to believe that aliens are crazy. It's a crazy idea. Bigfoot is you're automatically thrown out your opinion is thrown out because you think you saw bigfoot once yeah it's it's all it's it it honestly like makes it more suspicious yeah well uh it's for those who think yeah that's a lot of people are just happy being like oh no that's silly and then just never they never want to like consider in it i you know not to shit talk religion but religion plays a huge part in that i feel like in, in this like just you know do as we say kind of thing where like people get so used to being told like this is how things are don't question anything because like if you really start to question religion like you get kind of are like oh wait a minute like what's going on here oh yeah and then you and, th- and that's where like you know people where you know actual faith comes in because people are like okay like there are some things that you know don't really add up but at least i can kind of you know i can rationalize and that's where faith comes in where some people are just like blindly like you know blindly follow their faith without ever questioning and that's where like when people are like don't believe in aliens aliens aren't real people are like tight like never gonna think aliens yep. are real it's easier it's easier to think that way because you've gotta you gotta deal with your job you gotta deal with your kids you gotta deal with your family you gotta deal with religion your sports team your car all these situations and for you to also spend mental energy thinking about whether there's a six foot hairy guy walking around the uh, woods it's it's uh it it's easier for someone to go, why are you believing in that? And for you to stop believing in it. Exactly. So, and I don't blame, I mean, I watch my wife sometimes go, what do you want for dinner? And in five minutes, she's like exhausted because she can't, she just doesn't want to think about it anymore. And I understand it. I get it. But we got to be thinking about the deeper things. We got to be thinking about what's at the bottom of that ocean. Oh and yeah. That's, that's why like, I've kind of, I, I live with this whole like ideology of like, I'd rather live in a world where everything is real than like pick and choose what I think isn't like, like ghosts, vampires, werewolves, aliens. I don't give a shit. Like it's so much more fun for me to be like, of course there's werewolves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like why would I like, why would I try, you know, try to pick and choose what I think isn't, isn't real. Cause like at this point, like I don't know. And I think it's more fun. Speaking of fun, did I ever have you, I've 
I think on this podcast, anybody that's listened to it has probably heard me talk about this a million times. Have I told you my favorite Bigfoot theory? Ooh, no, I'm not sure. My favorite Bigfoot theory was one that I heard on Mysterious Universe. Shout out to Mysterious Universe. If you don't listen to it, highly recommend it. Free promotion, I guess. Uh, (laughs) But I just want to give them the proper credit for bringing this to my attention. Uh, They they read some theory or like, you know, somebody's book or post or whatever that they think Bigfoot is actually capable of interdimensional like travel and that's why we can't ever find him is because he travels in and out of dimensions and also he's an alien slave and the reason that there's a uh, tie with that is uh and this is like a like a bizarrely true googleable like statistic you can figure out um ufo sightings and bigfoot sightings spike at the exact same time yeah in the exact same areas before. it's really strange but like it's like a noted phenomenon the bigfoot and ufos are like sighted like mm-hmm. same time and that would all be discounted by someone going oh it's a full moon oh my god it's that's a full moon all these nuts jobs are out oh that, that's my other favorite thing is like the full moon like how everybody just like when there's a full moon people like go fucking crazy like it's a, it's a legitimate social phenomenon and people just like don't think anything about it Oh yeah, I used to work in the nursing. Yes, and uh, it's it's nuts to think about regular day on a Tuesday, waxing or waning. Yeah, waxing moon, everything's fine, no big deal. And then Wednesday, full moon. There's people eating their own shit. There's people like breaking their legs because they thought they needed to get out of bed to save their daughter who's been dead for thirty years or some shit. It is a nutty place at a nursing home. That and I mean. That is a, it feels like a supernatural force, the moon doing something to us. And I'm sure, I'm sure there is some kind of energy coming from it. But also it's like, uh, you know, when you're saying, when you're sitting around and you say uh, it's a quiet night and then the whole thing changes. I mean, there's part of that too. There's a little bit of confirmation bias. I'm sure I've had a couple full moons where nothing crazy happened. And yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily like, a, oh, things are, but like, uh, you brought up the point with the nursing home, but also like uh, nurses. They talk about like how ERs are just like yep. fucked up yeah. on full moon nights. I think you know what? Maybe I'm developing a theory here <laughs> that uh, humans didn't always have hospitals. They didn't always have houses. They kind of slept under the stars or caves. And when a full moon would happen, everything's brighter. So you go night hunting, or you do something where you stay up all night, and maybe through thousands and thousands of generations it's an evolutionary trait that we like lose our minds on a full moon because we're out there hunting yeah like we're like there might be like some weird deeply rooted like because that's the other thing people forget we're fucking animals oh yeah yeah like people for like i know that i do it all the time like because i eat like i i I eat very poorly i don't take care of this fucking body very well and Uh like i had to like I have to genuinely think about like, oh, I haven't eaten yet today. I need to feed the fucking biological machine. Yeah. Like I forget that I'm a fucking animal and people also forget that they're animals. So they forget that like people, like when people do weird fucked up shit, it's like there is like weird root causes that literally stop people from being able to like control themselves. Oh yeah. Or like cause them to do weird goofy shit on like full moons. There's probably some thing in our fucking system that we just don't understand. So, Joan and I went on tour in March, and we stopped at the Grand Canyon. And I don't know why, but there was always a calling for me to get as close to the edge, be in a dangerous situation. I got the love of my life 
you know, standing 10 feet away from me. I got a whole good future, you know, like not everything is going for me, but I don't, I'm not suicidal. I'm not like at the end of the rope here, but I'll always put myself in a dangerous situation so I can see as much as I can. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's from growing up in Iowa where there's, you see everything you can right away. Like second you're born. It's like, Oh, the, the land is super flat and I can see literally until like for fucking miles. Right. Like, Oh, okay. Like I see everything. But, I mean, I'll do it. I'll just sit there and, like, put myself in a dangerous situation just so I can see everything, like a hawk or something. So yeah. Well, it's just, like, I, uh, I'll go on, like, vacations and stuff. I, there's a hotel in Atlanta. It has, like, 50 fucking floors. And, like, I'll stand on, like, the 46th floor and just, like, look over the banister. And I'm like, this is stupidly dangerous. Oh, like, yeah. Because I'll have, like, mo- like, a lot of my body, like, and I'll, I'll have my, like, hands, like, propping me up. And I'm like, if I fucking slip, like, I'm probably just going to die. It's toast. Are you, is it like a, one of those beehive? Yeah. It's where in the middle it's empty. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like the big, it's like the big open space elevator shaft and then like, like little branches, but 50 floors though. It's fucking huge. That's impressive. Yeah. It's very, very, it might not be, I don't know. I feel like 50 might be, but I mean, it's like, it's over 30. I know that Mm -hmm. much, but I want to say it's 50 because I distinctly remember being over 40, like 40 floors high. It's it's amazing what humans do. It's amazing the things that we built, and it's kind of amazing that we uh, don't even consider for a second that we may have had help. Oh, yeah. It's a lot easier for people to go, oh, um, it's a lot easier for people to go, oh, you know, we just don't know how the pyramids were built yet. It's like, well, I think it's easier to believe that there was aliens or maybe 100-foot creatures from back then. What's really irritating about the, like, we don't know how humans built the pyramids, but we believe that we built is like, dude, the pyramids today uh, would be a like architectural fucking feat of mathematics that is unmatched. Right. Because of the way that like the fucking way that the stones fit and the exact angles of all this stuff. Like, I don't give a shit how many people you fucking have. Those stones are heavy and the angles are like better than any construction crew. Like p- buildings fall down now. Yep. Like, with a bunch of people and machines. You're telling me that, like, a bunch of fucking people that were, like, literally being whipped to put stuff in, like, were not fed well, so they're skinny. Like, they're not strong people. They're not, like, able to fit everything exact every single time. But, surprisingly, they all are. It, it doesn't make sense. This isn't super nor- uh, supernatural or anything, but did you see uh, that two people climbed to the top of one of the pyramids and had sex on top of it? Fuck yes. <laughs> I mean, that's supernatural to me. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, the only bad part is they showed a view looking down, and it is steep. It's not, I mean, it's climbable, but it's, yeah, it's like, like, and it's a long ways, too. It always, I don't know, it always bums me out, too. Like, have you ever seen the videos that, like, You'll see, like, the pyramids, like, out toward, and then, like, you'll turn around, and then there's just the fucking, like, yeah. city right there, and you're like, in my head, th- there's people riding on horses out to the middle of this, like, completely middle of nowhere desert, and, my- and then it's all shut down. Used to think the same thing about the Alamo in San Antonio. We thought that it was going to be out where to it, because, you know, you- there was people in there shooting at an army coming at them, so it doesn't make sense that it would be in downtown san antonio but it's like surrounded by skyscrapers and there's right across street there's a ripley's believe it or not i wasn't ready for that when i saw it i was just like what the fuck this is sacred ground it's really strange did you do the uh the river tour in san antonio we did yes that's (laughs) That's really 
Yeah, it was a good time. We went on St. Patrick's Day and we did the river tour because it was like ten bucks each. It was nice. super cheap. Yeah, I remember that was something we did because uh, you mentioned San Antonio and then a fucking family vacation like floated to the surface of my head. I'm like, oh yeah, we went on like a river for like an hour. Oh yeah, it's it's nice and peaceful. Very boring as a kid, but I'm sure I'd appreciate it a lot more <laughs> yeah. now. I mean, there was some interesting stuff. They showed us a tree that was like 500 years old, and that's where some of the guys who were in the Alamo used to sit up there and like watch oh, for people yeah. coming. And it's just like right in the middle of everything, and it's huge. See, like so. I feel like I'd appreciate it way more now. Because like, it's the same oh, yeah. as like when as a kid, like I didn't give a shit like about sunsets because people would be like, oh, the sun is so pretty. And I'm like, whatever. And now like I'll be driving home from fucking uh, like somewhere, and I'll look, and I'm like, holy shit. Like that is beautiful oh yeah like, that's i mean that's what like tour is about because you're looking at things that you don't see every day and then you see them with like a different kind of sunset or something it's all about the energy that you feel driving through like uh, western texas and going through like arizona and new mexico that it had like a calling to me like i've never seen anything like that i hadn't been to that part of the country and i get down there and i just felt like uh there were certain things that made made me want to look at them and things pulling my attention and places where I needed to pull over so I can feel the dirt and stuff. And totally, I know that there's some ley lines that go through those, uh, oh, yeah. those deserts out there and there's gotta be some crazy shit out there. I would, my dream right now is to just be out in the desert, like real, real fucking desert and take some LSD or some shrooms right? and just see what happens. Just like, if I see a scorpion, maybe I'll talk to him for a bit. I don't know. I feel like the desert is, like, peak psychedelic territory. Yeah. Well, because, like, one of my favorite, like, it's weird. Like, I read one book on coyotes, and all of a sudden now I'm, like, obsessed with coyotes. And I started, like, finding out that, like, coyotes are actually, like, a common, uh, when you do mescaline, coyotes are, like, actually, like, a common, like, hallucination. So, like, coyotes have this, like, weird, like, spiritual thing. And, like, like literally, so... the green is my favorite color and like coyotes are like low-key becoming one of my favorite animals and apparently like green and coyotes are like very like paired like literally there's a like my favorite beer is called green coyote oh yeah so like i really want to fucking go out into the desert and like trip and see a fucking coyote and just be like you're my spirit guide like show me some cool shit you know you don't have to go too far for coyotes right no they're around here they're also super fucking smart they're well they're literally everywhere yeah dude coyotes are super smart this uh this isn't too weird, but a couple of years ago I, I had back surgery and the night before I had back surgery, I was real fucked up about it. I was like, I don't want to, you know, I'm only like 25. I don't want to have surgery. I don't want to have someone digging into me. So I went out, I mean, my back was really fucked up, but I went out and I camped by myself and like, I made a nice little fire and I, you know, took a bunch of Vicodin. It was great. It was a great night for me. Hell yeah. And I'm laying inside my tent and I kept thinking, Oh my God, a deer is going to walk up, get confused about why a tent is here, and jump on it. I kept thinking in the middle of the night a deer was going to attack me. And I was up on a bluff. So there's a valley below me. It wasn't a cliff, but it was a pretty deep valley. And at one point of the night, it felt like I had to wake up. Like I had a dream that came to fruition, or not fruition, it came to conclusion. And then I woke up. And I was sitting there for a second going, man, what? this is so weird. I should just go back home. And then I heard one coyote yelp down in that valley. And I was like, okay, well, I've lived in Iowa for a long time. I know that coyote's out here. But then I heard like 200 more coyotes respond back to that coyote. And they sounded like they were 
20 feet away. Oh, fuck. It was so nerve-wracking. And I just stayed in there like, oh, well, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die on more Vicodin. <laughs> I mean, not a bad way to go. Right? Again, speaking of coyotes howling, uh, do you know that uh, coyotes howl to, like, determine population size? No. And Yeah, that's why they howl. And uh, if there's a if there's not a lot of howls, female coyotes will produce more pups. But if there's a lot of howls, they'll produce less. Oh, so it's like a... Oof. what's that thing that we do every 10 years like a caucus yeah thing. More, uh, yeah the population yeah thing. the fuck my phone is like blowing up right now sorry i got like i got like 10 messages in a row i yeah. i can't think C- of the uh, word. census census yes yes but yeah no that's yeah i again like i read fucking coyote america and i was like coyotes are really fucking cool oh yeah so. Um, plus, also down in the southwest where all that desert stuff is, that's where, like, the weirdest people are. Oh, yeah, dude. Have you ever heard of uh, the Salton Sea? Mm-mm. So, um, outside of Los Angeles, east of there, past the mountains and stuff, there's a place called the Salton Sea. And in the 1950s, it was, like, the place to fucking be. It was a resort town. They built their own uh, lake that people vacation to. People would leave Los Angeles and go to the Salton Sea, and it was beautiful and wonderful. But then, um, because they're at the bottom of mountains, all that runoff from the fields making whatever shit that they were making out there, all that runoff kept going into this lake. And then after a while, it started killing. There was giant fish kills out there. And then people would complain that it was so salty. And then the birds started dying, and like all these... I don't know how much these houses cost, but all these nice houses around the Salton Sea, people just left, and now there's it's just abandoned. It's Whoa. it's uh the sea is still there and it's drying up, and all these ha- no one could swim in it, nothing <laughs> nothing could be done there. On the beaches, it's uh it you think that it's white rocks, but it's actually just fish bones everywhere, and all these houses are empty. You can too. You go into these houses and you'll find relics of like the 1970s and stuff Whoa. before people went out. It's one of the dream places. Have you ever played Grand Theft Auto? A little bit. Uh, the place where the Trevor guy lives, that's supposed to be the Sultan Sea. And also, have you ever heard of um, like Slab City? Mm. Slab City is <laughs> also around the same area. Um, it's a, It used to be a military base and then the military moved out. So... All that's left are these big concrete slabs, and it's like considered the only place where laws aren't allowed. So all these people live out there in like campers or whatever, and there's no laws. They just shoot guns at night, and they have their own community. It's a real freaky deaky place, and uh, it's all in the same area. They got this like a uh, little mountain that's colored, uh, painted. It's real beautiful, Salvation Mountain, I believe. It's a really trippy, weird area. But the one thing is. They're talking about how if the Salton Sea ever dried up, all the alkaline dust at the bottom would be carried up by the wind and could kill everyone in Los Angeles. Whoa. Like, easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that's, like, a real thing. That's science. That's not, like, me talking about ghosts or anything. Yeah, that's just, there's just, like, a fucking, like, a bomb just waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. And uh, so now the government in California wants to divert water, fresh water, to the Salton Sea to make sure that that never happens. But yeah, because I would someday be... it's gonna. Well, I mean, it depends on it. We're like there's gonna be a massive 
uh, culling of humans somehow soon. It's. I mean, it's got to be happening soon. <laughs> well, like, there's just so many different things. Like, there was a meteor that, like, almost hit us. Uh, the fucking Yellowstone. Like, every scientist is like, it could be today. It could be 400 mm-hmm. years. Like, we don't know. Like, all we know is it's, like, we are overdue. Oh, yeah. I'm not even worried about that stuff. Like, the super volcano, I think their estimate on it is that it won't happen for another thousand years. But, like, it could happen at any moment. Yeah, Yellowstone's scary. Yeah. Because, like, well, Iowa is, like, just barely okay. Yeah, we're, like, in the ash zone. Yeah, like, and it'll be, like, feet of ash. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's, it's enough to, like, we'd have enough time to likely evacuate. But, like, there's, like, a fucking several hundred mile just death zone oh yeah it's fucking wild denver's gone seattle's gone uh like san francisco's probably gone it's a i really just want to go to out that area because it's so beautiful like i want to see it before it explodes but dude can you fucking imagine like what that's gonna be though i can't it's i cannot imagine at all because i've grown up in an america where no nuclear bomb has ever gone off uh i lived in i grew up in america where there's always a vaccine out before an illness is that bad. But now those vaccines are creating super illnesses. And we got a president who wants to throw it like a nuke out more than ever. And we got these groups in, in the Middle East and in North Korea who want to use nukes as fast as possible. And the thing about the world in 2019 is if a nuke goes off in India and Pakistan, like their situation out there, that affects us. Like there's a lot more people dying than back in 1945 when we attacked yep. the Japanese. So it's, it's a really scary. I, I, and it seems like every day we're on the brink of not a country nuke in another country, but some radical group, uh, some guerrilla group grabbing a nuke and just putting it off in New York. And then that's the end of America. Yeah. That's, I mean, honestly, if New York would be pretty much like, all right, like let everybody just kind of split off. Let's fucking do our own thing. Kind of thing. Right. Because, like, that would be – New York is literally, like, the most populous city in the complete United States. Mm-hmm. Like, there's more people in, than in New York than there are – like, there are no, there's probably more people in Brooklyn than there are in Iowa. It, there definitely are in – like, the population of Chicago is the same population as Iowa. So – and Chicago is, like, the third most populous city, yeah. maybe fourth now behind Dallas. So New York is number one. I think it's nine million people in the whole – yeah, New it's York section. insane. It, it would be, it's insane to think if uh, a major bomb like that went off in, at New York, uh, how long, if we survive that, if we survive the fallout and stuff, like, what do we have to think about all the time? Is all these, like, cele- celebrities who live out there who are dead, all the people that we barely know that are dead. Our entire fucking economy. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I, I sometimes dream about the day where we don't got to, we're, we're socialist by because that's yeah. you can't like sit there and charge people for rutabagas anymore. It's gonna be yeah. real weird. And I mean, yeah, but what's fucking crazy about like the bombing off in New York, like that'd be huge. But like, literally, like the thing with the fucking super volcano is like those states would just be craters. Oh, yeah, like full on states, just like literally mountains, like, mountains yeah. would be gone. Like two thirds, I think I said like two thirds, or not two thirds, like one third of the fucking continent would just be fucking like gone and this was also fucking crazy is like that like we might get ash but like we might also just get fucking literal shards of the fucking mountain just flying mm-hmm. down from the sky and acid rain yeah that's like, like a big part of it the well, sulfuric that, rain that's the other part is like 
it, it, like we would survive the initial blast, but then like nuclear winter instantly. Mm-hmm. Cause like all that ash is like, it would cool the earth for like, I think they said like hundreds of years. Yeah. I mean, luckily, uh, Jones family owns some land in Wisconsin. I think that's just where we would go and hope for the best. Cause it's got a pretty good ecosystem there. But I, I think about all the people who kill to live in LA and it's and like every 10 years, there's a giant earthquake. That's, and it's always on fire. It's always on fire. If anyone's gonna, if any place is going to get bombed in America, LA is number one. It's just L.A. or New York or D.C. Yeah, I'm. I guess if I'm, I'm thinking of like how L.A. is closer to North Korea. That's good. That's a good point. Like L.A. would be the. Yeah, yeah. We can't even fight wars anymore, because yeah. if you if if we went to war with someone who wasn't like Iraq, or a country that doesn't have a nuclear bomb, why do we spend time shooting guns at each other or drones? It's either diplomacy or bust. And I mean, it's a pretty big bust. They're literally like. I mean, it's. Like, I don't think that we're, you know, necessarily putting it out as blatantly as this. But, I mean, we're literally trying to create, like, a one-world government just slowly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I like, the, like not to go Alex Jones, but the whole, like, globalist thing, like, I, like that's, that's real as fuck. Like, globalists are absolutely, like, the biggest problem. Absolutely. Uh, and you got to think about why people want that and don't want that. It's a... Uh... I mean, it's it's the Empire in Star Wars. It's like there are parts of the Empire that like genuinely aren't terrible, but then it's also like they they are the villain for a reason. But like people who live under the Empire don't necessarily live poorly. They just have one kind of you know not necessarily like they go. I don't. I didn't like. I started looking kind of into like because I generally for the most part don't care about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But then I started looking into it a little bit and I looked into the Empire and I'm like, I, I mean, yeah, they're the bad guys, but like realistically, Empire is kind of a you know not a bad thing overall don't they like go around and just like shoot a laser at a planet and blow it up that's different that's so like that's like if they don't submit like obviously like it's a bad it's the same with america though it's like if they don't submit to our will we fuck them up and then we but like generally speaking like there's jobs <laughs> like <laughs> all right like you like, later's got a good health like, plan you, well like you can like live under the empire whereas like people who aren't in the empire like live on f- these fucking like sand planets like literally scraping by well you know i think there's a big difference between living and surviving i That's think you could point. survive in the empire but i don't think you could like live could you have this podcast under i mean there. that's a good point if you think of like china as the empire and what's going on now yeah that'd be absolutely terrible fuck yeah. china 100 percent. absolutely yeah, like that's why well, I shouldn't say absolutely. There's, I no. mean, probably lots of good things. Uh, well, about I'm sure there are good Chinese. Exactly, I'm sure that there are good Chinese people and there are good parts about China, the country. But the Chinese government, nah, no, all bad. I don't know. I mean, and forcing I America, people to so get abortions. What? What's that? I live in America, so I can say that shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt there. No, it's good. Uh, you're right. You live in America. You could say that thing that you just said uh, about China. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to the point now where you can't say that really about America, though. It's like if if Trump Trump is just an idea yes. of of this I mean we can get rid of Trump in 2020 but in 2028 we're going to deal with the same thing again worse we're going to deal with someone who wants to ban black people from using our oil yeah. and it's going to get worse cuz there's always going to be people who want to segregate society so I lost my point. <laughs> no, it, you're like, it's, 
we're, I think the point is we're fucked. <laughs> no matter what here. We sure are. I think so. And I think a lot of people like in 1945 thought they were fucked. Or 1944 thought they were fucked. And they're not wrong, but they're not right. Like, I think we can get out of this situation and at least die peacefully, you yeah. and me and our generation. But the generation below us, yeah. we'll see. Poor Greta. She's going to be having to deal with Trumpians forever. And now, like, British Britain has, like, their own Trump <laughs> that yeah, looks just like him. It, Dude, that that's a weird situation overall. Yeah. Well, because also, like... And I mean, like, like the Brexit or well, just like the whole like, and like, I mean this and like, I don't know enough about this. So if this comes off as offensive, like I genuinely don't know. But like uh, with like, the... well, you just said that you hated everyone in China. Yeah. So I think this will be fine. <laughs> Only the government. The Chinese people are probably fine. Yeah. But no, like there's a lot of a uh, clash between like Muslim communities and British communities because like they're like ideologies are so different and the way that they live is so different that it's like causing like legitimate struggles mm-hmm. and it's and that's what like is fueling people like uh whether boris whatever the fuck his name is and uh, just boris boris <laughs> i only know him as boris old bojo yeah, but like he's over there is it boris johnson boris johnson something like that. Not, that sounds very american when you when you question me i don't <laughs> like i know it anymore. but hey, whoever the fuck it is like that's what fuels it is these you know this guy's like i'm gonna stop the fucking muslims and people are like hooray mm-hmm. but like it's like not good it's just a government distraction yeah you know i don't mean this is gonna sound so awful and i really shouldn't put this on a recording but it almost feels like some kind of government in, in instituted racism and homophobia 100 oh, is just a distraction to keep us from it's like uh the day that trump banned uh people from being in the military and it wasn't even a ban yet. He just said he's going to ban them. None, none, nothing was official. He didn't talk to his generals or anything. He just said, I'm going to ban them and put it on Twitter. That same day, we were raiding Paul Manafort's house. Oh, no shit. So, I mean, that's as blatant of a distraction as possible. That's him saying, hey, you should care about all, all these types of people and stuff. And don't look at Paul Manafort right now, please. Yeah, there is a lot of that, it's- which is... I mean, it's so, it seems silly to me, and maybe I think racism is something that's taught by the government that is like a snowball that continues through generations. So, like, my my great-great-granddad wasn't that, but then my great-great-granddad, that dude, he's a fucking racist. And then my great-granddad, he's even worse. And then my yeah. granddad, it just gets going until someone has a different change of thought. And, like, I think about, like, how much of... It seems like people in, like, the 1800s didn't care if a woman was a woman or if a guy was a guy. But then, in like, the 1930s, it became a huge thing that, like, women stay home and take care of the house. And in the 1950s, it became, you're a housewife. You do all this and you can't reach anything. It's like, who's putting that out there? Who's making us think about the differences in us as something that should be hated? Goddamn lizard people. Damn lizard people who want you to not know that you're a lizard person. We're all lizard people on the inside. That's why racism. We're all lizards, every one of us. We're all just trying to lick the air. Fucking, I love when people like talk like, just the fact that a lizard brain has become like part of like kind of the general, like people like not like everybody uses it, but like it's people talk about how like their lizard brain made them do something dumb, and I'm like, yes, lizard brain is like a thing. (laughs) Yeah, keep thinking that way. Or just like lizard like how people will talk about how they'll like just irrationally like shiny rocks 
Mm-hmm. They're like my fucking lizard brain and these dumb shiny rocks. Like I, I just collected these fucking things for no reason or like there's something on the ground that I really want, but it's on the ground. Like I shouldn't want this, but my brain is like shiny. You need to pick it up. Yeah. So it's almost as if you think that lizards are like impulsive and kind of dumb. Who would want you to think that? Lizards. Lizard people. Right? <laughs> yeah. Lizards, nothing to be. I, you know, one time I was walking in Florida down a sidewalk and I saw a lizard like on the sidewalk way in front of me. I was like, whoa, that's nuts. I'm from Iowa. I've never seen that unless it was a terranium in that guy named Chad's apartment or something. He just has it. Yeah. And I walked up to it like for 20 feet. I'm a big guy, huge. Like to that gecko, I was a giant and uh, walked right up to it and it never just got out of the way. <laughs> like I could have kicked it into the ocean. Like why is that the uh, idea of didn't give a shit controllers and it, yeah maybe he didn't give a shit maybe he was dead maybe or maybe he was just really fucking stupid maybe he just like, if I would come up to him or something I guess I th- I watch Godzilla movies or Cloverfield or something and think about what I would do in those situations and I think I would just stand still like never, just like what's the chance that he's gonna step on me yeah it's right? like he's gonna step on me one way or another so if I just stand still then like at least I didn't have to run yeah. Like, at least I died not tired. <laughs> yeah, at least I'm not sweaty when exactly. I get stepped on. Do you oh, fucking being crushed? That's, oh, that would be one way, that would be a terrible way to go. I know it. That's, like, they used to do that to witches in Salem. Ugh. The, the old stoning. Yeah, which, it was really, I didn't ever really, like, think about how fucking, cra- like, awful that would be. <laughs> like, or, I mean, like, just, like, because, I mean, I knew it was, like, a bad thing, but then, like, as I've gotten older and, like, Cause when like, I don't know, I guess I wasn't like super impervious to pain as a kid, but like I didn't ever really like have pain, but like now that I've gotten older and I've like banged and like I've banged my knee like hard as shit on something and been like, this is the worst thing ever. Oh yeah. And, and then compared to being crushed alive, not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, when you were talking about swimming in like big, deep waters, you know, I think about drowning. Oh, that's, does that freak you out? Drowning? Well, well that's why like I became a lifeguard. Cause like, I, like, I was on the swim team. I'm, I was a lifeguard because I'm, like, desperately afraid of drowning. Like, drowning is, like, one of my, like, I, I had to pick a way to die. Like, that'd be probably least. Okay. Like, I think because just, you're just scared the whole time. It is just all panic. Yeah. And then you just, like, you just die scared. Mm-hmm. Like, freezing to death is better. Oof. Might be, yeah. Especially if you're drunk. I've heard of freezing to death is actually, like... Of the like of ways to die, like freezing is actually not bad. Yeah. Because like burn like obviously burning alive is terrible. But like freezing is like you get really cold, you get really, really cold, and then all of a sudden you get really, really warm, and then you fall asleep. Yep. And then you're done. Uh, I used to work at a, a homeless shelter in Marshalltown and we in times like this when it would be November and negative ten degrees out or something like that, a lot of people would go to the bar at eight o'clock when it's still relatively warm, get fucking shit faced. And then try to walk home at two and just like sit down real quick because whoa, I'm going to get arrested or something. And then they lay down real quick and then they don't wake up. Yep. That happens so often to people. It's it's really sad because you're not in a you're not in a idea where you're going to die. You're just drunk. Yeah. But also there was that guy in the Titanic who knew he was about to go into cold water, drink a whole thing of whiskey and then survived it. I don't know if you ever heard about that guy, but no. He, he lived through the cold water because he drank whiskey. Fucking champion. I know, right? Who goes like, uh, oh, shit, the ship's sinking. Uh, I got to get this whiskey. 
I mean, I, maybe now I would because I I know that. Maybe he was just like, I'm gonna die and I'm not gonna do it sober. <laughs> yeah, the band playing out probably taking little nips. <laughs> Can you imagine just that dude just chunk his shit like just getting down to the music like fucking keep. I'm digging this shit, man. <laughs> like I'm in it louder, <laughs> encore. Fuck, play walls. Um. Also, oh, I think drowning though. I think it would be the best way. Really? I think that all that's going to happen to you is you're going to pass out. Have you ever done the done the thing where you hyperventilate and then you touch the sides of your neck until you pass out? No. Technically, that's all that's going to happen is like because oxygen's not going to your brain anymore, so you should just pass out and die. Yeah, you could but- pass out and then preserve yourself even, so people can pull you up and 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 get that water out of your lungs well that depends on if you pass out or well because like you might pass out but like because if you do the whole pass out thing like when you hold your breath or whatever and then you touch and you make yourself pass out first thing you do when you pass out you breathe in yeah so you're not going to notice you're breathing in water but that's if you pass out first like some people aren't going to pass out before they like can't stand not having air and they're going to you know suck in while they're alive and then feel themselves die yeah I still think that wouldn't be too bad. I think it would be terrible. Gulp of water. I think the only, the worst part about it, I think, and you know, I've never died from drowning, but I think the worst part is that second where you're just like, the last second before you breathe in, where you're just like, I've done everything I can. I've held my breath for what's got to be five minutes now. And then right after you do that, I wonder what that relief feels like to let water into your lungs. I guess I'm going to die now. I guess I'm going to die now. But, I mean, I have my whole... I know last time I came in here, I, I talked about uh, my theories about dying, about where it goes off to. I've really thought about this a lot now. And I'm really subscribing to this idea that we live forever in our own, like, this consciousness that I'm in right now where I know you and I know everyone, I'm going to live forever. Hmm. You're going to die. And Joan's going to die. And everyone else listening to this is going to die. But I'm going to keep living forever. Oh, so solipsism. Yeah. Wait, what? This is already a theory? Yeah, solipsism is the, uh, is the idea. It's that uh, solipsism, basically, the basic tenet is that you can only be positive that you exist. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, to me, like, I can't be 100% sure that you're not just, a, like, a projection of, like, my brain. Sure. Uh, the Where I go with it is... Um, there's an infinite amount of alternate realities. And so you and I are having this conversation somewhere else where your consciousness is inside your body. And I'm the one who's going to die somewhere. Not this one. You right now, the one I'm talking to, you're going to die, but somewhere in a different alternate reality, there's a Matt lamb that's going to live forever and I'm going to die. And that one, I also think about how, how many times in my life, and this won't be the same for you because you're going to die in my consciousness. (laughs) But how many times in my life, I've come this close to dying or like had a chest pain. That's me dying. Oh yeah. In a different alternate reality. You're where you live. I'm dying. I feel that like a deja vu. My body feels that deja vu or, you know, coming here, I slid on the ice a little bit. I died just then. Right. Right now your roommate came in here with a gun and shot me in a different alternate reality. But this one right here, I live forever, (laughs) which is a bummer. I don't know how that feels like, because I, like, should have died fucking Friday night. I Or Saturday, I guess, rather. I uh, I was getting off of the uh, on-ramp from Ames, took it a little hot, accidentally swerved into the fucking, like, regular lane rather than, like, the exit lane. Okay. And there was a fucking car. And, like, 
it was literally like feet like maybe maybe feet oh like for me from hitting this other fucking car yeah and like realistically like in my head i'm like i should have hit that car mm-hmm. like i should be fucking dead right now and you are in a different reality. exactly some, some part of me like somewhere i did die yep but like i'm not so there's a lot of other times that like yeah like th- that's what's really weird is when you think about all the times that like you almost died and you're like how did i walk away from that unscathed right absolutely. like not even like injured like you should be dead, but, like, you aren't even, like, kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I crashed my bike, like, fucking head over heels, fucking, like, smashed into the fucking concrete. But, like, I rolled just perfectly where my shoulders caught it, and I just, like, rolled and, like, wasn't injured at all. And there, I was, like, on a busy street, and the cars all saw me. They all avoided it, and, like, nothing, nothing at all happened. But, like, I died, like, five different ways probably oh you've died a million different ways yeah but i mean there's five different ways like right oh, then. Just, oh, yeah, yeah like right then like okay. i probably died like by like a bunch of different ways in that that one bike accident mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah it's out there it's a crazy little little simulation we're in i'm really digging this like simulation idea because there's times when you're like man i could go for a joint and you look over and there's a joint that's like some kind of guy on a computer going this guy needs a joint <laughs> Boop. Fucking Sims shit. Yes, yes. Like, like the little thing above my head is going. <laughs> wee. <"Wee." laughs> yes. Somebody, <laughs> somebody entered the fucking weed cheat code, and it's like, I'll just put one right there. Yeah. Gave me the simoleons to get high. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also like so. Like that is weird. Is like I'll I'll think about like oh like it would re- be really cool to like you know have like this type of food, and then like my roommate would be like, hey, do you want to get like you know tacos? And I'd be like, dude, I was literally just thinking about having tacos. Absolutely. Like shit like that. I fucking love it. It's um, it's out there. I mean, a lot of times when if you and I said the same word right now, we'd be like, whoa, we're in each other's brains. But it's really just the head simulator up there being like, in this area, we're going to make them think about chicken. It's this this area they're having a, they're talking about birds. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm assuming you knew Patrick. You know Patrick Hastings. Yeah. So uh, I had him on this podcast, and we were talking like he was ta- like we started talking about like telepathy a little bit because talking about like saying the same word or whatever oh did he do that thing with yeah how okay. he'll like he'll be in like the classroom and he'll be like writing i was one number away we did this in a hotel in atlanta and he got me he Dude, got my number like twice it's so fucking weird yeah like but then there's you know there's go-to numbers like uh let's try this out uh think of a number between 50 and 100 just real quick don't try to trick me or anything did you think of the number 77? I did not. Okay. Well, shit. <laughs> it was 83. Well, that might be the number, too. Maybe I'm thinking it's 77. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, but he said, like, uh, so when he did it, he was like, you know, he, he, no, he wrote it on it. He literally wrote it on a piece of paper, set it down. He's like, all right, I've written my number down, and, like, I'm going to, you know, do the whole thing. And then he's like, all right, what's your number? And I'm like, all right, 66. And he's like, you ready? And then he pulls it over. It's fucking 67. And I was like, that's so weird. Like, it's not like... I think it shows that Patrick sucks at this. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was just kind of one of those things I was like... And he, could, he, did one, he did one through 100. So that's why I was like, all right, like, that's... Like, even being that close is, like, kind of eerie. Mm-hmm. It's, like, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely uh, common numbers that people think about. Just, like, if 1 through 10, the number is 7. So if you think of 1 through 10, uh, most people, like, a high percentage of people who don't really want to think too much... We'll just say number seven. So there's like those stupid little magic tricks that you see on Facebook videos where the, the guy's like, all right, I need you to think of a uh, animal. Well, most people are going to say like elephant or yeah. horse or some shit. And then he's just going to work off that. And then he's like, give me a Lakers describe and I'll tell you what you thought of. 
stupid. And I'm, it's always wrong for me because I'm like, oh, I thought of a platypus. Right. You fucking loser. I've had stuff like that. Happen. Or the fucking things that always freaked me out. Did you ever have play with those uh, 20 question things? Oh, yeah. Those things are rote. Like, uh, they always pissed me off because I would say, like, when they started getting, like, real specific, I would be like, how the fuck do you even know what this is? Mm-hmm. Like, with the same 20 questions as all this other stuff. Like, how the fuck? It gets to a point, and there's sometimes when you go through all 20 questions, and you're like, oh, I got this thing. This has no idea that I'm thinking of, a like, a Rubik's Cube or something. Yep. And then it's like, the last question is like, do you put mayonnaise on it? And you're like, no. You're of course not. Fucking loser, no. And then it's like, oh, you're thinking of a Rubik's Cube. It was either <laughs> a Rubik's Cube or a ham sandwich. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, it was one of the two things. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, if you don't put... Yeah, this for sure Rubik's Cube. Yeah, Rubik's Cubes are probably just... Uh, and those little magic eight balls, those are all just... Um, uh, to the other dimension. It's our way of communicating with the great simulator above. I was always freaked out because I like I was like had like magic eight balls or like because it's a triangle. So I'm in my head. I'm like it's a D four. So there's four options, but I, I guess maybe there's multiple dice in it or something. No, it's not. It's not four options. It's not. No, it's like a weird sided dice. So there's like. I think there's like 12 different things that I can say. I guess that would make sense. And it just floats up. So if you held that at an angle, you could get two different answers. And Because I, I was thinking like, cause, because it's a triangle and like just knowing my stupid fucking dice sets, like the only dice that I know is a triangle is a fucking D4. Sure. I don't know what the D, D4 a D4 is. A D4 is just a four-sided dice. Okay. So that's why I was like, maybe there's multiple. I think it's a, a thing where it's thick like this in the middle and then it comes out to a point. And so there's one, two, three, four, five, and then on the other side there's five answers. So and it can't ever be on both sides at once. That's fair. It's okay, probably something like that. Do you ever freak out when you look at a magic eight ball though? Because it's got that kind of dark fluid in there, like you can't see the bottom of it. I never really fucked with them too much. I don't know if that would. We should crack if... one open <laughs> to see what's inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if that would bog me. But yeah, no. Anything that I can't, like that. Well, I. Uh... <clears throat> I think that I, I did a little bit more like research. I was listening to some band, and uh, I completely lost the word. But uh, there's a word for the fear of infinity. Okay. And then I started thinking about like how obsessed I get with like the space time continuum and like whether or not the universe is curved and like all this other stuff and like life after death and like the concept of infinity. And then I was like, maybe that's what freaks me out about like looking on an ocean floor where I can't see like an end. Is because like I start thinking about like the infinite possibilities of like just in, like just infinity in general might just be fucking with me when I and that might be like causing my existential dread. Oh sure. So I don't know. I don't know. All I know is is I, that was my first panic attack when I was a kid. Is that and I was like, well, this sucks. Yeah. I I don't share it. I think it's usually okay with me, but I could see like looking down, you could see the upper half of your water, body in water, and then it starts to fade away. Oof. That yeah, I guess like is kind of creepy especially i just would freak out though if you're in deep water and you touch something because you expect that when you're closer to shore but if you're in deep water oh you're fucked yeah and i think about oh, the story from when i was a kid about these people who were out in gray's lake just kids playing not in a weird unique area kind of a common area and someone put their foot on a log and they're like aha and they're rubbing their feet on this log and some other kids came over and they're like rubbing their feet on this log because it feels funny. It feels really weird and smooth because it's gross and watery. And yeah. And then um, so one of the kids felt something kind of different about that log. And then a mom came in and felt it, I believe. And then they realized it was a body. 
and that these kids had been rubbing their feet on some dead body in Gray's Lake. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of freaky to think about because you have no idea what's going on down there. It's like probably are you worried, scared about if someone brought a box in here with a hole in it and said there's something inside, would you freak out about putting your hand in there? Hmm. I mean. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of your roots here. I think that, like. I would see that's the thing is like there's a different context to that if somebody was like if it was anything then I'd be like I'm not gonna put my fucking hand in this box but if they're like it's not gonna hurt you I'd be like then yeah fuck it oh yeah I don't trust enough to believe that <laughs> that's also I mean if somebody to- I think that's the thing is like I think if somebody just told me whether or not there actually was I there was a part of me that'd be like all right well I'll trust this person and then if I got my hand bitten off I'd be like ah you got me yeah like, fuck it's amazing if someone told me there's a mouse trap in there I wouldn't put my hand in there but if they took the mouse trap out I would put my hand in it so I could feel what it feels like to get mouse trapped. Best way to do it. I'm just kind of an idiot. Take it on the palm of your hand. Yeah, same thing with dog bites. If you could just get your hand in there, they can't really close as much. So yep. it takes away their power. Uh, yeah, that's the way is you just fucking shove your fucking arm in there. Cause, unless it's like a fucking like strong dog and then they'll bite your fucking arm in half. But. Yeah, try to shove the part of your body that you don't care about the most in there and then <laughs> just beat them. <laughs> Beat them to death. Exactly. If you, see a de- if you see a dog around here. And stab them in the eyes with your thumb. I do that for fun to Rocky. <laughs> hey, Rocky. Now you don't have an eye. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he loves it. <laughs> he never sees it coming. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I think... Actually, we've done about an hour and a half here, so I think... Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. You had a good conversation here. I know it. I, I What I really love about this podcast is that, like, I can... When I sit at home and I smoke half a pound of weed or something, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Teachers are in it together to make kids docile by eating Cheetos or something. Oh, yeah. And if I, like, woke Joan up and was like, look, I got a big Cheeto conspiracy going on here. (laughs) She'd be like, will you just leave me the fuck alone? But I could come here, and Matt Lamb's like, oh, fuck, and Doritos, too. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't sleep on chili cheese Fritos. They're all fucked up. No, dude, I love talking that kind of shit because it's it's so much – it's – it's so much more fun to me to like talk with somebody who like, even if like, again, like even if there is like, if you believe 5% of what you're talking about, that 5% is where I like to work. Cause it's like, oh, yeah. all right, like let's, let's find the part that you believe in and just fucking go full board until maybe you believe 10%. Mm-hmm. That's let's my get favorite. normal weird. Exactly. That's why, like I said, and I'd say, I tell this to anybody is like, I don't necessarily believe everything that I say I believe in, but I, choose to believe in the, like that stuff because it's so much it's way more fun oh sure i just i avoid a lot of the like really like sinister type ones Ooh, like what well like i don't like i don't fuck with like the 9-11 truth or shit like i don't fuck with like a lot of political ones because like that's that's where it gets like too close to reality and i'm like i don't want to fucking think about that i'd rather think about like government not telling us about aliens because at least that kind of sinister is like there's a monster that isn't people it's when people are the monsters, and I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of on I'm on the 9-11 truther board. Like, I believe that shit. Oh, no, I, like, I also don't think that – I don't think that 9-11 was the terrorists. Well, well yeah. yeah. I mean, we could go for another hour and a <laughs> yeah, half. Yeah, we could it, fucking – we could go for a while. It doesn't uh, freak me out, though, because it's like, it's like a roller coaster. You know, like, if – if you were untethered to the roller coaster and you're going down and then going through a loop de loop and stuff that you would be in a lot of danger, but it's still fun as a roller coaster. So I'm just like on it. Like, yeah, nine 11 was an inside job. Wee. 
you know? Well, my thing is just, like, I don't know enough about it so that, like, if I ever start to talk about it and people start to lay down facts, I'm like, I just I just don't really know anything about it. But the thing is, is that people can lay down facts about it. So it Well, they can lay down facts on both sides is the thing. No, yeah. And that's but there's also the part where you can just see it, like, with your eyes. Well, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I definitely, like, you know, the whole, like, nobody knows what the fuck happened to Tower 7. And, like, there were no plane parts found and all this other shit. And, like, how that, like, uh, a steel beam isn't going to sever at a 45-degree angle no matter what. Like, mm -hmm. all this other shit. And it's, like, clearly, like, a controlled demolition. And, like, there's actually, like, what looks like to be an explosion before the plane hits and all that stuff. Like, there is a lot of stuff that you look at and you go, hmm, that looks curious. Yeah, I guess I'm not really into that part of the truther thing. I think that the government knew it was going to happen. It was also and was like too. very cool with it. They're like, hell yeah. Here, you know what? Free flight school. How about that? We won't even bother you. Well, I mean, there's also like, I mean, we've done it before. Like fucking Pearl Harbor. They huh? knew Pearl Harbor was going to happen. Uh, Vietnam was uh, based, or maybe it was the Korean War. The, the ship that was uh, blown up. Uh, before any escalation that caused us to bring in more uh, military police or whatever and then it grew into whatever Vietnam was the Gulf of Tonkin I yeah, feel like I yeah. think Gulf of Tonkin sounds about right it's all a bunch of false flag stuff and we'll probably find out that some we'll probably find out someday that like the Boston bombing marathon was a false flag narrative or something so that we could go and attack Tajikistan or something yeah there's a lot of weird shit yeah well yeah, anything you want to plug? Oof. Uh, I have my own podcast now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a good podcast. It's not out as out there as this one, but <laughs> it's, it's good, called uh, Love the Doyles. It's a you know a nice little like, marriage recap show and love advice podcast forum. That's how I'd say it. But it's really just me and my wife talking. <laughs> talking it's good. Shit. I've listened to every episode, I believe. Really? I have. Matt. I had no I idea. I try to listen to as many like podcasts that are in the scene as like anti herchak or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't know, I just I, I love listening to like my friends talk and that cuz it's like I have the context of being like oh I know these people and I know like their lives and hearing like their perspectives and all that stuff is just it's fun. I like it. It's nice to be able to pause a conversation, right? <laughs> also that. Well, it's also just it's fun too cuz uh like one of my favorites from around town is uh, Des Moines and Dragons. If you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend it. I haven't listened to it yet, and it's not because I don't agree with it or anything. I'm really excited about the whole concept, and I love how big it got. I just uh, I don't I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. It's kind of a lost medium on me. Right. But I want to so bad. Someone, if you're listening to this, go to Facebook, add James Doyle, and teach me Dungeons and Dragons. I can, if you want to learn, I I just want to I, I want to get uh, together. I because I, I know that Dante enjoyed it. Yeah. So like, I don't because see I, that's his pull though. His pull, he could be like, I want someone to teach me Dungeons and Dragons, and everyone's like, Dante, yeah. yeah. If I do it, they're like, Oh, why don't you just stay home and play Madden or something? Well, I mean, like, I mean, stay in your wheelhouse. Well, I just mean like, I know that you and Dante are friends, and if you both like playing, not like, anymore. Oh no. No. I can't go into it. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Alrighty. Uh, well. I'm kidding, Dante. I love you. So <laughs> I was gonna say like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it got real weird. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I didn't because I don't fucking know what everyone's going on. Just There's like a the, lot of comedy beef. Just like the Arctic Monkeys, whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. You know, <laughs> fair enough. But no, like, but uh, but like I play a lot of D and D. So like, if you two are friends and like you want to play, like I might be at some point be down to like you know do like a session with you guys or something. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah.
I th- I think I'm for sure he probably would want to. I know I do. I just want to I want to have a weird little night where like I sit at a table with other people. That's what I think is happening and we just let our brains meld into each other. Hell yeah. And I mean like I like if you if we wanted to do just like a one night thing like I could create like a little like one night little dungeon thing to run through. Dude. Let's do it. Hell yeah. I'd be down for sure. My god. This Hell is yeah. great. Alrighty, well, if you don't have anything else to plug, make sure you go on over to punandgame.com where you can find such podcasts as Not Worth the Time, Fun Pun Gaming, and my personal favorite, Who Gives a F, as well as returning classic things about stuff, as well as No Rational Thought. And of course, make sure you check out my other podcast, Monster Jamboree, dropping every Thursday, and check out the Pun and Game Teespring, where you can find all sorts of dope Pun and Game gear, as well as some Grove gear, there's a whole bunch of cool shit, and also make sure you sign up for the Pun and Game mailing list, where there's going to be lists about the podcast, there's going to be updates about Beowulf shows as well, there's a whole bunch of cool shit, so make sure you guys check that out. You're good at this. No, I've just, I've done that a million times. I know. I have two podcasts that, that are both 45 episodes in. So I, I've done that every single time at the end. You well, you're good. It <laughs> sounds like a real podcast. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for being on, man. I really no appreciate problem. it. Thank Hell you. yeah. Goodbye.